0: Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Welcome to the Things I Preach to Myself About podcast. I'm your host, Rich Vangen, and Today, we discuss praying more, worrying less. We measure the passing of life using various instruments such as clocks and calendars that are based on the rotations of our planet Earth while it's on its travels around the sun. And when we approach the end of the calendar year cycle on December 31st, humanity celebrates the closing of the past and the beginning of a new future. We look to the new year as a time for refreshing renewal, and even rebirth. Resolutions are made to place goals in front of us, intent on keeping us motivated to accomplish bigger and better things in the year to come. For many Bible believers, the three best resolutions, in my humble opinion, are to pray more, read the Bible more, and trust God more. I'd like to believe that these three should normally be an everyday passion and desire in our lives, and that we really shouldn't need to have a specific time and date to set these goals. But for me, that can always be a struggle. So I've written and spoke in the past about the importance of reading, studying, knowing, and living the Bible in our daily walk through this fallen world. And as such, I'm not going to repeat it here. I just feel it's obvious and should be a purposeful act. Every person calling themselves a Christian should be doing wholeheartedly. And likewise, as God has pressed on my heart and soul immensely these last handful of years about learning to trust him more and more, I think that this too should be our daily duty anyway, to be keenly focused on him as we face the daily challenges that create such turmoil in the heart of a believer. After all, since God is, so should we trust and obey. But what about praying more? So recently I've been introduced to this catchphrase that really got me reflecting on a weak area of my life and one that I believe God has been telling me I need to really pay heed to because of the importance of it in our lives and that's praying. And the phrase that's been popping up simply says, pray more, worry less. (laughs) Pray more and worry less. Such a great reminder to us all and something that I need to be preaching to myself about daily. You see, I'm habitually out of the habit of praying regularly. I mean, sure, there's the routine of praying before dinner or saying a little nighttime prayer before bed, but is there regular prayer in my everyday walk? And sadly, I have to say, no. See, prayer is more than just a conversation with God. Prayer is more than reciting some rote words of petition. Prayer is our spiritual link to the sovereign God and ourselves. Just as devices need to be plugged into an outlet for power to operate, so are we needing to be plugged into God through prayer for power to operate. So the questions arise, why do we not pray as we should? I mean, is prayer so difficult a task? In reality, a prayer can be as simple as a quick plea to God for help or strength as we face a battle, or it can be as long and intense as a deep emotional cry for salvation. Prayer can be a little thank you to God for his providence, or can be a long conversation to discuss the worldly matters all around us. You see, prayer is not restricted within a box. There's no set parameters that must be met in order for God to hear our prayers. We see throughout the Bible a myriad of prayers uttered under a wide variety of circumstances, from kings to commoners. Anyone who knows the God of the Bible can, and should, call on the name of the Lord. Now before I jump into the scriptures regarding prayer, there's one other facet of that phrase that I want to point out. Worry less. The implication of that phrase is that if we pray more, we worry less. And I think we can easily accept that at face value. I mean, the more we trust and rest in the arms of God, the less the world's weight rests on us. Simple. Of course there's more to it, but it's important at the beginning to understand that the two parts do have a cause and effect relationship. As we look at the importance of prayer, we can always keep in mind what the effects of prayer should have on our lives. I think what first comes to mind is the Apostle Peter in Matthew 14. He exited a boat at the behest of Jesus and started walking on the water to him. Basically, he was doing what is normally considered impossible, but all because he kept his eyes on Jesus. But when Peter took his eyes off of Christ and started looking at the waves around him, he began to sink. Why? Well, he lost his focus, his connection with God who has the power over all things. He unplugged from the creator and started dealing with the created on his own. We too have these very same issues today. We know that God is with us, but we need to cling to him, always staying connected to him and hold on to his hand through all of life's ups and downs. Psalm 23:4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We know from Scripture that God is with us. When sheep follow the shepherd, they keep their eyes on him at all times. When sheep lose sight of their leader, They tend to stray. We can walk through the fields of this world with little worry by keeping our eyes firmly fixed on our Savior, who alone is our proper guide and guardian. By staying in constant touch with Him, we always have His direction, comfort, and assurance that we're in His fold as we should be. It's when we stop talking to Him, stop listening to Him, that we find our souls in distress during life's storms because. Our eyes are not where they should be, on our Good Shepherd, Jesus, who laid down his life for us. Now, as I mentioned before, the Bible is replete with prayers from every walk of life, all directed to the one true God. We also have the most perfect of prayers that's illustrated by the Son of God himself, Jesus, revealed in both Matthew and Luke. The key elements that we must note in the Lord's Prayer is that the first petitions are addressed to and acknowledging God. This is important because so many people will start talking to God by asking or demanding that God do something for them. Obviously, by doing this, their focus is on themselves first and foremost. And we know from the Bible that selfishness, well, it goes against the very relationship between God and man. When we address God, We need to be mindful that our position is one of subjection to a righteous God, to a holy God. He is the creator. We are the created. Woe to the one who quarrels with his maker, an earthenware vessel among the vessels of earth. Will the clay say to the potter, what are you doing? Or the thing you are making say, he has no hands? That's what it says in Isaiah chapter 45 verse 9. Even Jesus was compliant with God's plans when he stated while he was praying in the garden, "Yet not my will, but yours be done." Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God, prayed often to his Father. Now, why would Jesus, who is fully God yet fully man, have to pray to God in the first place? Because of the importance to purposefully talk with and listen to God. Jesus was not only having an important conversation with his Father, but he was also showing us how it should be done. If you note Jesus' most intimate times in prayer with the Father, you will see that he went off to be alone. Christ walked away from the distractions of life so he could spend quality time with God. And this is another important aspect we need to emulate when we have time with our Heavenly Father. In Matthew chapter 6, right before our Savior taught the Lord's Prayer, he gave instructions about our time with God. He said, When you pray, you are to not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners so that they may be seen by men. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, Close your door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Spending our time focused in prayer with God is time worth spending. too. 1. Acknowledge the God of the universe and how important he is in our life. 2. Worship and praise him for the merciful grace and blessings he has given us. 3. To stand before him in confession of our sins and to seek his forgiveness and cleansing. And 4. Ask him for the things we need, by his grace. Even though he knows what we need before we ask, we can be sure that God does hear us. He knows and loves and cares for us and wants us to prosper and grow. He will not only supply the things we need, but he will also give us the comfort and the peace that we need as well. Jesus said, Are not five sparrows sold for two cents? Yet not one of them is forgotten before God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear for you are more valuable than many sparrows. Folks, we face many trials and tribulations, tests and turmoils in this journey through life, and we need God's Spirit and His Word to bring us through all of it. Even in our times of prosperity and joy, we need to take time and thank Him and praise Him, because He's giving us abundantly all things as well. We can talk to Him at any time, anywhere, under any condition, but it's very important to spend quality time alone with our Lord often. Always remember that the most important way we've been given to communicate our worship, as well as our worries, is in prayer. Paul exhorts us to pray without ceasing. We should also remember that the very last verse of Psalm 150 says to us, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So let us rejoice that we can come before His throne of grace to worship and praise Him, that we can always cast our worries and woes before Him, that we can take comfort in knowing that Jesus is ever making intercession for us, even when we don't know how to pray or what to pray about, and that God hears us always and wants us to come to him in all things at all times, that we just need to pray more and worry less. Amen. This has been Things I Preach to Myself about podcast again. I'm your host, Rich Vangen, and I thank you and pray to God that he would fill us with his spirit through this new year, encouraging us, strengthening us by his grace and mercy to stand before his throne regularly lifting up hands and worshiping him and also handing over our hearts and our minds in all things god bless you and have a wonderful 2022